Birds. The podcast where we learn the art of birding by ear together. I'm Mark. And I'm Allison. And the bird for this week's episode is the song sparrow. Yay! Yay, I'm really excited to talk about song sparrows today. Um, But first, I want to do something a little bit different and uh, talk about some of the reviews that we've gotten this week. So uh, we're very fortunate to have wonderful listeners like yourself who are willing to leave us kind words on uh, Apple Podcasts, which goes a long way towards helping get the, the word for the podcast out to other people. So we really appreciated it. And we wanted to set aside a little bit of time at the start of each episode to read the new reviews that we've gotten this week. So. Yeah, so um, I'd love to read this. And by the way, it it feels, uh, I don't know, it warms my heart so much to just hear these kind words from all of you. Um, and it makes me feel less alone in this world. So thank you very much. Um, we had a review from Shadowlink1138. Um, they said, fun, entertaining way to learn bird sounds. And I started birding a few months ago. This podcast has been an enjoyable, memorable way to learn various bird sounds. Looking forward to additional episodes. Um, Very nice. Yeah. Really, really kind words. Um, And then Toast and Mandy wrote, love. I'm an amateur birder and I love this podcast. All I can say is give us more episodes. Listen to all available episodes within a few days. Really cool. I'm glad that um, that the older episodes are uh, just as useful to be listened to as the more recent ones. I think, you know, obviously the sounds haven't changed. So uh, definitely trying to create content that um, is useful for more than just like the week or however long it's our most recent episode. Yeah. Burning's always good. Burning's always good. And, you know, the great thing about it is that the older you get, the more people will end up birding with you, it seems like. It's just a hobby that will age very gracefully. Awesome. So uh, next, let's dive into the vocabulary of the week real quick. Uh, Our vocab word for this week is underslurred. So it's one of the five basic pitch patterns. Uh, We've already talked about monotone, which is when uh, a pitch doesn't change. It just stays the same. We've talked about upslurred, where it rises in pitch over time. And we've talked about downslurred, where the pitch lowers over time. Underslurred is when there's a fall, then a rise, um, appearing and sounding lowest in the middle. So if you think about like the letter U on mm-hmm. on a spectrograph, like that would be what the shape of the sound. It goes down and then comes back up. Uh, depending on how quickly it does this, you may or may not hear it. And I think... You know, we'll listen to an example today where it's a little bit fast, but that's our vocab for the week. Underslurred, uh, it's when the pitch falls and then rises again before the end of the note. That's convenient that it also starts with a U because it makes that's the true. U shape. I was like trying to figure out what that would look like and I'm drawing in the air a U shape. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. She was doing this. <laughs> before he called it out, I was like, I'm going to know this. <laughs> All right. So should we talk a little bit about the background um, for song sparrows? Like what kind of birds are these? What are we talking about? Um, They're like a whole, I mean, song sparrows are within the group of sparrows. Um, And they, there are so many of them um, across the United States, North America. There's actually 24 subspecies and 52 forms. So like they, they vary in how they look. 
but they're all very similar and very common. Yeah, incredibly common. They're everywhere. I think they're in every single state and province in the continental North America, you know, Mer- North America. Yeah. And, uh, and like you mentioned, there are so many different subspecies. And for me, I mean, they do look similar in a lot of ways, but, but not similar enough to where I don't always think, Ooh, what kind of bird was that? And then realize <laughs> like, Oh, it's a song sparrow yeah. because there, there is a lot of variation between these subspecies. Um, I mean, compared to other birds, the mm-hmm. variation you see in other birds. Yeah, and their plumage will look like significantly darker or lighter depending on where they are uh, in the country. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and their behavior is also, in my opinion, highly variable. Mm-hmm. They, they'll show up in pretty much any open habitat. Mm-hmm. Um, they tend to hang out in the range between like the ground and, and, you know, 15 feet up or whatever, basically right in our faces. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then they kind of act differently. Like it's not unusual to see a song sparrow like perched mm-hmm. out on, you know, the end of a branch or the the top of a fence post and singing its song. Mm-hmm. But it's also not unusual to see a song sparrow kind of doing its own thing, trying to stay out of, you know, sight, like jumping yeah. around in some some foliage or in a shrub. Yeah, it was. I mean, and this could be an assumption because. You know, any female bird that's like a little brown job, I always think that's got to be a sparrow. But, you know, it isn't always. But um, with with sparrows, um, it seems like the females, you know, hop around in shrubs and things lower to the ground. And the males are the ones that are like, please listen to my song. And I am all the way up on the top of this tree. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. And there's there's I think when I started birding, I don't know that there was another bird that I looked up the same bird. As many times getting a picture of a bird or getting a good view on a bird and thinking, oh, I just saw a new bird I've never seen before because, mm-hmm. you know, we were new. Mm-hmm. And so many times be realizing like, oh, it's another song sparrow, which is one of the reasons why I'm excited to talk about it, songs and calls, because that's very helpful for recognizing even before visually like, mm-hmm. oh, there is a song sparrow in this area. Um, can really help with my uh, managing my expectations. Mm, yeah, I've noticed that too, just in the last couple of weeks, um, consistently going, what is that bird? Oh, song sparrow, like again and again and again, because we've, you know, mastered these other bird calls that are pretty common, but this is one that keeps coming up. Um, and I got to learn it so that I'm not always thinking there's a new bird right there. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about uh, the songs and calls, and let's start with the song. I am also very excited about this because this is the first song that we're covering where the the things we've learned in previous weeks leading up to this will help us because there's not one song sparrow song. Like, you can't just learn and memorize a single song. Um, but they do have a, a form or structure to their songs that if you've listened to our previous episodes of our podcast, you have the vocabulary to describe and to parse in your brain hmm. uh, to really get the general shape here. Okay. So that general shape is, uh, it's a, it's a, let's see, their songs are musical series consisting of single notes, buzzes and trills. So they intermix like going from like maybe a series of musical notes to 
a trill to a buzz to some more musical notes. Mm-hmm. And they kind of um, switch that up for like two to four seconds. And then oftentimes they'll repeat that same one a handful mm-hmm. of times. Um, it almost always starts with a series, uh, which I think is is really helpful that um, that they almost always start with a series. So uh, just to give you an idea, now that we've described it, mm-hmm. uh, maybe let's listen to a few. So rather than just having, we've got a few different Song Sparrow songs to cover. Um, they're they're all the this of that same format, mm-hmm. but we're going to spend a little bit less time on each one. The first thing that I wanted to do though was just play all five of them back to back to back, so you can hear start to hear what I just described, how that actually sounds when it happens. Okay. So I'm going to play five different songs, one after the other. And you don't expect me to have them all memorized with no, one No, then what we'll do is we'll we'll go back through each one and just really briefly talk about the, the differences and similarities in, okay. in each one. But we won't, we won't, this isn't like a memorization uh, song. This is more of a recognition get some experience and the recognize pattern. the pattern. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So, okay, here we go. So that was five different Song Sparrows giving five different versions of the Song Sparrow song. Okay. Um, any initial thoughts before we dive into specific ones? Um, I think it was like the third or the fourth one that I laughed a little bit about because it sounded like a robot, like R2-D2 or some <laughs> very adorable squeaky robot at the end. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I think, um, that's a good point. I think their their songs sometimes they they like to switch between like high and low mm-hmm. loud and, and softer so like you do get this like uh, unnatural almost jarring like rapid uh change in the different sections of the song i did also notice just not about one specific one but it did sound like they were speeding up their tempo a little bit um and that might have been like the only consistency that i could kind of besides the beginning with the series but you know i i can't really tell which way it's shifting except it's speeding up a little bit yeah so i think that's another really good point do you mean like the tempo of the entire song or because something that I n- noticed about Song Sparrow songs is the tempo of that initial intro series. So as we mentioned, it oftentimes starts with a series. That series can change in in tempo. Mm. Um, is that what you mean? Or do you mean like the sections of the song changing more rapidly as it goes on? I think both are true. So. Yeah, I think it was just an overall sense that things are speeding up, even though I can't really point to exactly which part is or yeah. where the transition is exactly. But I think maybe we can dissect it better when we yeah. hear them. One. I, I, I agree, but I, I do think it's important what you're what you're mentioning, because one of the pattern recognition techniques for, you know, Song Sparrow is I often feel like you kind of fall into their song and, you mm. know, it gets more rapid 
as it goes. And oh, um, I like that. So let's listen more closely to the first song. Um, the first one we have, if if you listen, pay attention to the the components of it. You'll notice that there's three intro notes. So the series at the start has three notes before it goes into some short trills. So let's listen. Did you hear the the three notes at the start before it started? And then it was kind of a buzzy trill, another note or two. I, I don't know exactly. And then and then a more musical trill. Yeah. Um, let's listen to it one more time. <laughs> I'm trying to remember it. And um, did you ever play that game like Simon, where you would have to repeat the notes? Yeah. I'm just like I would do terrible. So you you would you would destroy me at a game of Song Sparrow Simon because I I didn't get much much past like the fourth note in that, um, but yeah that's that's exactly right. Um, I'm I kind of appreciative that we don't have to try to just memorize this that that we 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 do have a, an overall structure. So let's talk about the next song. Um, this one also has three intro notes followed by a faster series than short trills. So the notes are the same, but there's like a slow series of three of them and then a faster series of more of them and then it gets into the trills. So let's listen. Okay. Again, you have that accelerating rapid change between mm-hmm. series and trills, a mix of, of buzzes and and trills, um, more or less musical, a lot of juxtaposition. Like that's that's almost like the the nature of it is mm. um, is that. Now, do they always have three distinct sections, or is it no. not always three? It's not always three. Okay. Um, yeah. All right. <laughs> the more you know. In fact, I don't even know that that. Like, I think if you actually analyze the even the two that we've we've listened to, uh, I think if you analyze them on like a a visualization. Uh-huh. I think you'd see that there's more than three sections to even both of those songs. Okay. All right. The next one uh, only has two intro notes before it gets into a faster series and then drills. So once again, hmm. starts off kind of slow with notes and then gets into not quite a trill. The, the notes are slow enough to count. So it's a series, but it's a faster series. And then it gets into the trills and notes and stuff. So let's listen to this. Did you hear that? Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but that one sounds more familiar to me. Hmm. Interesting. I want to hear it one more time. But maybe I just turned my brain off and stopped overanalyzing and just relaxed into it for a second. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay. Uh, the fourth one, uh, this time, uh, we'll listen again. There's four intro notes, so you can try to follow along with those before it starts to get into the alternating patterns that are probably too rapid to really break down effectively. Um, (laughs) that one's my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to hear that in real life. I would be very excited. (laughs) <laughs> to see the robot that made that sound. <laughs> yeah, that one was a little bit less musical than the others. I think um, 
Yeah. And then the last one, the fifth one, uh, this one has three intro notes. And interestingly, in our previous episode, we made a joke about uh, one of the Red Wing Blackbirds, uh, the female songs, can uh, a specific sample sounded like Beethoven's Fifth Sympathy, Sym- Symphony, right? Well, uh, unintentionally, uh, I, I had no idea that, that some people say the intro to Song Sparrow's songs can sound like Beethoven's Fifth Symphony. I didn't realize that until we were doing research for this episode. But the fifth one, I think, does the most. Uh, so let's listen to that real quick. Okay, I did hear that. So just the first dun, dun, three dun, dun, notes dun. and then and then the trill being the duh, yeah. Yeah, and then it goes off and does some jazz. Yeah, and then it's just R2-D2. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's the Song Sparrow song. I think another thing to keep in mind, especially if if this is a little bit overwhelming, is that they're not shy about singing like, like many of the birds that we've covered so far on the podcast. Um, song Sparrows will... They'll sing their song out like it's it's one of the things they do while perching. Yeah. So uh, it's comical. There will be like, you know, a branch at the top of a tree with nothing there except a stick. And then them, they yeah. really present themselves. Or which, like you'll be walking on a path with with a fence next to it mm-hmm. and they'll just flitter onto one of the posts up ahead of you and start singing. Yeah. Um, so uh, it, it can be helpful to just watch them doing their song and to try Mm. to try to keep in mind that there is this kind of structure to it that it's not about trying to memorize their exact song but just to start to hear the different components of it um and and doing that for the birds in your area because there are regional dialects you know like other songbirds songs are taught and passed down and so um even though there will be variation even within your Mm -hmm. area uh you can start to learn the specific song sparrow songs um for cool. for your birds so we've we've learned the framework and now we just gotta get out there and bird and listen and yeah. watch them while they're they're singing yep that's exactly awesome. right all right so the next uh sound that we're gonna cover is a call um and it is it's called their seat and it's um it's a contact call sometimes i think it's used um as like a nocturnal migration call but uh the reason why we're, we're going to talk about it is because it happens to be an example of an underslurred sound. Unfortunately, um, as I alluded to earlier, it's it's almost too fast to tell. It can mm. sound it doesn't necessarily sound underslurred, so you have to listen really closely to hear it. It's very easy to see that it's underslurred um, if you if you visualize the sound. Um, so let's listen to their seat call. Okay, yeah, I hear it, but my brain's like, that's kind of like a wavering, not so much like a dipping because it's going so fast. Yeah, but if you listen, and, and we'll listen to it again in a sec, it kind of ends where it started. Mm-hmm. So it, it does have this wa- wavering pattern to it that it's like, you can kind of tell that it's changing in pitch, mm-hmm. um, but it ends up where it started. Let's yeah. Listen. And if I listen, if I'm not listening closely, like if if we hadn't just done this whole explanation ahead of time, and you know very closely listening to try to hear, um, 
my brain will just uh, turn it into like a, a monotone call. Um, if I, if I like uh, relax a little bit and I'm paying less attention, all of a sudden it turns into just a flat monotone call. Can we play it one more time? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um I feel like I feel like that slight wavering, I can catch that. It just I wouldn't have put it together as like a U shape um yeah. if we hadn't discussed this, but I think I'll be able to recognize it better now. And it's yeah. not like a clean, you know, um single note. Yeah. And honestly, over the course of time we'll cover better examples of underslurred sounds. We just wanted to introduce that vocabulary for this week. Cool. Uh, the last sound we're going to listen to is uh, their most common and most distinctive call. Um, it's called their VIMP. Um, it's husky. It can sound polyphonic, um, not the metallic kind of polyphonic, but the whiny kind of polyphonic. Uh, so let's listen to that and then we'll talk about it. I even hear them saying vimp. They, it's oh, aptly really? named. Yeah, it sounds like vimp, vimp, vimp. Uh, let me listen one more time. I guess I do now that you did that. You're welcome. <laughs> I don't know that I would have prior to you. Uh, now when you hear them saying vimp, you'll know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, that's their vimp call. Uh, again, it's their it's their most distinctive probably the most useful for for trying to figure out is that a song sparrow um that's usually when they're hopping around in the bushes and you're like what is that i gotta get a good look and they're like vimp, vimp, vimp. yep yeah yeah cool all right so thank you so much uh it's been uh like we said earlier it's been really fun to watch the the podcast grow in popularity and uh, we're really excited to be doing more episodes and to continue that moving forward yeah, thank you so much for joining us in this journey of birding, and we hope that you have a great week. Bye.